Hi, my gems. Welcome or welcome back to the Growing Gardenias podcast. This is your safe and affirming space for us to heal together, grow together, and normalize the hard mental health things we don't like to talk about. I'm your host, Niara. Thank you for tuning in with me and joining me on this journey. Hey, my loves. Happy Sunday. I hope you all had a peaceful week. Today's episode is a gentle reminder that self-care is a necessity and something that you deserve. There's a lot going on in the world right now. It's very heavy. Constantly being exposed to trauma on social media has lasting psychological effects. So I want to talk about radical self-care, what this is, what this looks like, and why you need it. Also, in the name of radical self-care for myself, which this will make sense as I go on, I wanted to let you guys know that Growing Gardenias will be returning to audio only. In staying true to myself after recording a few videos, I realized that video recording is just not my jam. So you'll still be able to listen on YouTube and I'll keep the videos that I've already recorded up there. But yeah, we're going back to just my voice and I hope that y'all understand and know that I do value connection. And so we can still connect on social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok where you can put a face to the voice. So just a small little update. Now, with all that being said, let's get into it. What is radical self-care? Radical self-care is the active and intentional decision to put your wellness and yourself first before anyone or anything else. It is a choice. It is having the courage to choose yourself and prioritize your own needs. This is what gives you the capacity and the strength to grow because you're focusing on you and pouring into yourself and you're filling up your own cup. So for my radical self-care... Full transparency, this is something I recently started to adopt. Prior to this, I was guilty of pouring into others before myself. And what that led to was me feeling upset that what I was doing wasn't being reciprocated and me feeling burned out and not having enough energy to then care for myself. I had to really check myself on that, however, because I was upset that other people knew how to prioritize their needs and I didn't. And that was on me. And I had to ask myself, why are you upset that you don't know how to set boundaries? That's not on anyone else. That that was on me. And accepting that, hey, listen, other people are putting themselves first and you need to do the same. Otherwise, you're going to lose yourself trying to care for everyone else and not care for yourself and neglect yourself. So I made the conscious decision to choose myself and to keep choosing myself. And this goes hand in hand with boundaries. Now, I'm not going to pretend like I've mastered this. I have not yet. It's a work in progress and it's been a work in progress because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I still feel bad for putting myself first. And gentle reminder that you are not wrong for prioritizing your needs and you never will be. I know I say this all the time, but I'm going to keep saying it because I know that someone still needs to hear it. You are not wrong for prioritizing your needs and you never will be. And this is something that I constantly have to remind myself of, that me choosing me will never be the wrong thing to do. Just like you choosing you will never be the wrong thing to do. So as someone who is still learning to accept that prioritizing my needs are not wrong, my radical self-care has served as a transformation for me. It's been powerful. Each time I choose myself, I feel like I'm stepping more into my power because I'm honoring my needs. 
and I'm making the effort to practice radical self-care every single day. So doing some sort of action or something that I label as a radical self-care practice every single day. And I believe that this looks different for everyone. And the way to figure out what you need for your own radical self-care is just truly listening to yourself and being in tune with yourself and thinking about what you need every day. So for me, I break up my radical self-care by category. So I think about my emotional self-care, my mental self-care, my physical self-care, my spiritual self-care, and how I can practice catering to each of those categories. So for example, for the emotional aspect, my radical self-care looks like letting myself feel whenever I need to. The other day I shared on Instagram that I have a mini journal that I bring everywhere. So that way, whenever I need to release something, I'm able to in the moment, I don't have to hold on to it. Literally just Friday at work, I had a moment when I said to myself, hmm, I'm actually not okay. And I started thinking about some of the things that I had experienced over the past year And while I was going through it, it was more like I was in survival mode. So I didn't too much have time to process what was actually happening. But now that I'm safe and I'm home, I realized like, oh, the pain of everything is finally starting to hit me. And I had to let it out. I had to shed a few tears. I cried right at work. I put on my sad song that I wanted to listen to. I closed the door. I let a couple tears fall and I journaled. And that was radical self-care for me because in the past, I would have kept in how I was feeling, especially because I'm at work. And if this question is coming up, because I know when I was kind of looking into what radical self-care is, like what's the difference between regular self-care and radical self-care? Radical self-care is essentially being willing to take those drastic steps, going to the extreme if necessary in order to take care of yourself and protect your well-being. And that's what makes it radical. And going to the extreme can just mean something as simple as doing something that you've never done before, forcing yourself out of your comfort zone in order to take care of yourself because we have to do that a lot. So that's the major difference. Now, self-compassion and forgiveness are also a huge part of my radical self-care practice. It's easy for us to beat ourselves up and dwell on the mistakes that we've made. But how is that helpful? It's not. It just makes you feel bad. So my radical self-care practice is reminding myself that I'm human And I made a mistake and I have made mistakes and I'm going to make more mistakes, but I can learn from them and I can grow from them. And I tell myself this almost every day because I have moments where I'm like, damn, I could have avoided X, Y, Z had I just listened to myself or I could have avoided this if I trusted myself. But that's not helpful. Me kind of playing the blame game with myself, that is not helpful So if you find yourself dwelling on the past or beating yourself up, ask yourself these questions. How is this serving me? Can I extend myself some grace? What would I say to a loved one who is feeling how I'm feeling? What can I do instead of beating myself up? How can I be gentle to myself in this moment? Ask yourself these things and put them into practice. And think about what radically caring for yourself looks like. 
So other ways that I radically care for myself spiritually, I start my mornings not checking texts, emails, nothing. The first thing I do is pray. I'll get out my devotional journal and give myself some time with God. Mentally, I'm setting those boundaries with people and not feeling bad about it. I'm not overworking myself in the name of productivity. I'm done when I'm done. When I say I'm done, when I feel that I'm done, and that's that. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. Physically, I'm taking naps. I don't care what I have going on. If I feel like my body needs rest, I'm taking a nap. I'm making a realistic to-do list. I'm rewarding myself for the quote-unquote small tasks, just to name a few. And I want to note that this didn't come easy to me at all. And it's still not easy because, like, these are things that I'm currently doing that I just started doing. Like, please don't be fooled and think that I've been doing this for some time. No, I've just adopted this literally the start of the new year. I said, okay, something has got to change. I need to take better care of myself. Literally. And I'm still figuring out each day how to radically care for myself and what that looks like. So some of the things that I mentioned, those are unique to me because that's what I realized that I was struggling with. And I'm sure as time goes on, I'll discover more things and different practices and different ways for me to radically care for myself. But you have to find what you need and make your radical self-care practices aimed at supporting you unapologetically. You are not wrong for having to prioritize yourself. You have to do that. And just to give you a few examples, while you are figuring out how to cultivate your own practices, radical self-care can look like making time for yourself to just sit and be present, saying no more and not feeling bad about it. And like literally really not feeling bad about it. Because I know people always say that, oh, like no is a sentence and set boundaries It's hard if you're not used to doing that and we can acknowledge that, but you have to tell yourself, I'm saying no for a reason. I have to protect my peace. I have to protect my mental capacity. And that just is what it is. Radical self-care can look like not overextending yourself emotionally, especially when you don't have the capacity to do that. Journaling and asking yourself the hard questions. Where did I learn to put others before myself? Why do I feel like other people's needs are more important than my own? Why do I have to justify my self-care? Let me tell y'all something. You don't. You don't. You don't have to justify your self-care. Other people's needs are not more important than your own. And I'm not sure where you learned to put others before yourself. I'm not even sure where I learned it. But we're not doing that anymore. Radical self-care can look like no longer tolerating disrespect, especially disrespect that's framed as jokes. It's not funny. It can look like listening to yourself. If something doesn't feel right, you honoring that feeling. Not going along with things you don't want to do. Expressing your feelings, being vulnerable. Also, not expressing your feelings and picking and choosing what is worth your time and your energy. Doing an activity that caters to your inner child. Being assertive. Cutting ties with people that no longer serve you, no matter how much it hurts, because you know you deserve better. Eating. Eating hearty, well-balanced meals to nourish your body. 
meditating to nourish your soul, not judging yourself for the mistakes that you've made or the mistakes that you're going to make because you're human, being kind to yourself, being gentle with yourself. And we say these things a lot, but in the moment, it's so easy to revert back to, oh my gosh, why would I do this? I can't believe I did this. Like, I'm stupid or I'm this or I'm that. And it's like, no, you're not. Managing that negative self-talk, only being kind to yourself, even in joking, and I know for a fact I've said this before, even jokingly, I am not mean to myself. I'm not insulting myself because I made a mistake or because I didn't do something the way I was supposed to do it or because I'm learning and things take time. I don't insult myself and you shouldn't either. Be kind to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Love on yourself. That's part of self-care. Self-love. Love yourself. Love the skin that you are in. Love who you are. Show up as you Allow yourself to step away. Those are some examples of what it can look like, but ultimately you decide what your radical self-care practices will be. You think about your needs. You think about what you want. You think about how you want to be treated and how you want to treat yourself. And you decide based on that. Make a list. Make a list and commit to at least doing one thing on that list every single day. Every single day. Now, I actually just thought about that. I haven't even made a list. So I think that's also something I'm going to do is make a list to identify if there are any other radical self-care practices that I can incorporate into my everyday routine. So try it and please let me know what you all come up with. Because remember, this is about community and we can help each other identify radical self-care practices. You might have thought of something that I didn't think about, or I might have thought of something that you didn't think about. So yes, let's share these ideas. And remember, you come first, always. And there's no other way for me to say that. You don't want to look back and realize that you've lived your entire life for someone else or for other people. You have to live for you, and that means taking care of you. Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. However, take care of yourself. Put yourself first. Put your needs first. Put your wants and desires first. Prioritize you. That is okay. Now, why do you need radical self-care? First of all, self-care is a necessity. It's not a luxury. Let me say that again. Self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. A lot of times, anything self-care related is treat yourself, go to the spa, go to a nice restaurant, get your nails done, get your hair done. Sure, those are self-care practices. That is true. But self-care also isn't always so pretty. Sometimes self-care is allowing yourself to have that mental breakdown that you've been holding on to for weeks. Self-care is making difficult decisions for your well-being, walking away from people, walking away from situations that don't serve you, walking into uncertainty. It's not always this delicate, soft thing, and that is okay. It's not always supposed to be. Radical self-care is hard work. It requires unlearning of what we've been taught. It requires 
you literally combating what society has been telling you all this time. You need radical self-care. It's healing. It's a form of protest against a society that says we have to kill ourselves in the name of productivity. It's taking our power back. It's realizing that your life is worth more than just you working until you die. It's embracing that we are humans and we need tenderness and we need gentle care and we need kindness and we need love. By choosing to intentionally care for yourself, you are letting people know that you know your worth and your value and what you deserve. So practice your radical self-care out loud, unapologetically, authentically. Be true to your needs and your wants and don't feel bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. And in the moments where I'm starting to like, "Mm, damn, I kind of feel a little bad. It's a quick correction. You have nothing to feel bad about. Correct yourself. You have nothing to feel bad about. Putting yourself first and prioritizing your needs is not a bad thing. It's a necessity. It has to be done. So either you do it or you lose yourself trying to care for everyone except yourself. And that's not what we're doing because that's literally the opposite of radical self-care. Put yourself first. Always. Okay. So I want to close off this episode with some affirmations. So take a breath with me. Breathe in. Hold it. And release. Repeat after me. I am deserving of all the good things that come to me. I am worthy of rest and relaxation. My worth is not determined by how hard I work. I am worthy as is. I love myself and I am dedicated to caring for myself. Internalize those affirmations, my loves. Repeat them as many times as you need to. And again, put yourself first. You deserve it. Why not? Thank you so much for tuning in with me. I am sending you love and light. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a few seconds to leave me a rate and a written review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Also, share this episode and this podcast with anyone that you think would enjoy it. Follow Growing Gardenias on all platforms to keep up with the latest content. I love you all, and I'll talk to you next week. Gardenia blessings to each of you.